You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's the Dad Bod Golf Pod. It's Kyle and Ben, <laughs> and uh, we have probably the greatest guest ever that's uh, on the other <laughs> line right now. He is one of the best characters that's ever been on the PGA Tour, maybe ever will be. And uh, we are welcoming him in right now. It's Mr. Boo Weekly. What's up, Boo? How's it going, man? What's up, guys? I appreciate y'all having me. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love y'all's logo, though. Best bod. The yes. best bod on tour. Look, I'm going to call it the best bod on tour. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Look you, gotta have, look, you gotta have that pony king to go with the best bod. Absolutely. It's making a comeback <laughs> with some of these players. All that fitness stuff, and then like uh, Harry Higgins, he's come out, and he's got that dad bod. Of course, you always had Beef, who you know, who you've done some commercials with, that uh, over there on the European tour, he's got the dad bot says making a comeback, Boo. We're bringing it back. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's going to make a come comeback, but it might make a comeback. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, Boo, we're actually, uh, believe it or not, we're actually from some, you know, a similar area, sort of close to you. You're in, you're in Jay, Florida, right now. Is that correct? I'm yes, sir. I'm I'm living in Jay right now. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I grew up probably about. 20 or 30 minutes away. Ben grew up about, I don't know, an hour, a little yeah, over an away. Mm-hmm. And we right just, out about an hour. Yeah. If he's in red level, he's about an hour. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we started thinking, you know, more than likely we've played like we growing up, we probably played all like all the same courses. Like you're talking yep. like Andalusia country club, Bruton country club, uh, all those courses down there around you, Atmore Country Club, all that stuff. And look, if you're going to throw golf courses in there, look, my whole thing is, is like, I grew up playing, like, so it would have been 90, I say 90, about 93, 94. I started playing like Laverne, Alabama. Yes. Off Alabama. Yes. Yes. Troy, Brundage, yes. Enterprise. Oh, boy. Like I mean, we look, dude. We used to go over and play in them two man scrambles, two man best balls, two man like three man scrambles, four man like it was all the Calcutters. Yes, yes. Just make that make that Calcutta money. Most of them nine hole courses too, right? Oh yeah, all of look. I just went and played in Op two yeah two weekends ago in Op with a couple of buddies that live in Brantley and Troy. Yeah. Yeah, we up. we didn't play very well because I ain't played no golf, but uh, <laughs> we had fun. You know what I mean? It was all about having fun. Absolutely. Hey, Boo, let me ask you a question. Where have you won more money on the PGA Tour or at More Country Club? <laughs> oh, by far PGA Tour. I mean, I mean, <laughs> granted, but I can't be. I can't be like my problem is I go out there. I can't beat the Dorches out there at the Country Club at Troy. I mean at. Uh, Atmore. Like Jody Jody Dorch. Right. Yeah. Dude, he's one like I played the mini tours with him. And like I go out there and play him heads up and like, dude, I'll get smoked around there with him. <laughs> but if I go out there and practice for like three or four or five days and I figure out them greens, yeah, you know what that's one thing. Like I can play with them then, but yeah. Man, I have I've 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 I'd say I've lost a bunch of money. I've lost more money at Atmore 
than I want. <laughs> That's, not, with, with, the, uh, with the casino there over the last few years, you ain't the only one that can make that claim. I can promise you. Oh, no, no. I don't even go to that casino because they don't play cards, man. All you got, look, you go over there, you'll tear an elbow. It's like getting that, like, you know, you get that tendonitis in your elbow from pulling that, that hammer down. Like, that I can't, I don't even go do that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, so uh, like I said, we we grew up playing a lot of the same same courses. What is it about that area that just like produces so many like has produced so many like PGA Tour top level golfers? It's like you, you, there's not just the spectacular golf facilities and things like that. A lot of people around there they just want to either play football, play uh, you know baseball, hunt, hunt, hunt fish, fish. That like what is it about that just produces good golfers from down there? I, man, I, I could not tell you that. I mean, there's a lot of good golfers. So, I mean, there's a pile. I mean, there's a pile of. I mean, you, I mean, luckily there in my heyday, I mean, you had Joe Durant, you had Jerry Pate, which I mean, they're from Pensacola, and then you had like me, Heath, and Bubba from you know from Milton. I mean, and there's a there's a pile of young golfers and like golfers that really didn't even think that had the ability to go out and do it but probably didn't have the means to do it. You know what I mean? Like, didn't right. have the money at the time. Or just, it was, it, it looked, you know, back in the, you think, the middle 80s and 2000s, I mean, it was, I mean, dude, that was, you know, trying to find money was a hard thing to do. Sure. To go out, you know, chase a dream. Because, I mean, that's what it was that, you know, during that time for me. Right. Well, it was a dream. You know, I mean, I worked at Monsanto for, from ninety in the end of ninety three all the way to ninety seven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and all of a sudden I fell into golf and it just, you know, it just sucked me in. Right. And then I was went on my way. There you go. Was it tougher then, Boo, money wise? Because now, I mean, now you got guys, they'll even have local rich guys that'll help sponsor them and that kind of it seems like you guys kinda of had to flip the bill on your own. We did. I mean, I started, like I said, I, I worked out at Monsanto, and I took 5000 When I quit working out there at Monsanto, I took my 5000 that I had, and I went to Tanglewood, where I live at, grew up at, and I went and got, like, 10 guys out there that had investors. Yeah. And I, I told them, I said, I need $2,000 from each of y'all. If y'all can give me $2,000, and I, I mean, and that's how I started the mini tours. Right, and I took my own five thousand and put it in there with them, and I paid them. Like I said, I paid them seventy five, twenty five. They got seventy five. I got twenty five until we got to where everybody got their money back, and then I went, you know, flip flopped it twenty five seventy five. That's awesome. And that's- then, and, you know, and that's how I made my money. I mean, granted, I wasn't making. I mean, you know, you making forty thousand. A year. Mm-hmm, I right. mean, you know, playing the mini tours, but at the same time, we were gambling, and you know, I mean, on the golf course, we're gambling, and you know, you know, you're playing somebody, you know, fifty dollars a hole or twenty dollars a hole, and you know, next thing you know, you make you know three or four hundred dollars. Well, that, that's money that I didn't have to pull out of my out of my kitty. Yeah, that was just money I could live off of. to get me to the next week. And then luckily, I was friends with people from the Funiac Springs, Jeff Cummins, all the way down to Panama City, where I played the mini tours at. And then 
once I got to meeting a lot of guys out there, then I went traveling around and playing the Tidelines Tour, the Hooters Tour. The I went to every open in the, you know the United States and played in you know every one of them except for Alaska and Hawaii. <laughs> I traveled around and played. You know, right. So you know you had people that would help you. You know, and you take people that that would let you in, like, hey, man, you mind if I sleep in your house? I mean, I've slept many a night in the back of my truck or in the passenger seat of my truck just to get me through. Wow. Wow. So, it's like, that was a grind. That was like an actual, that's a real grind. It doesn't seem like there's that much going. There's so many more. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, with the popularity of golf now and all the different levels that you, and the different tours that they have now, it kind of just seems like, the pathways are a lot more clear. The uh, the the I guess the um, the opportunities. Yeah, they're a lot more clear. Yeah, the the, the yeah the opportunities are. Uh, there's a lot more opportunities, things like that. I a guess a lot more money available now too. Oh, for sure. Oh man, look. I mean, and not not. I mean, I was I talked to some guys the other day. I did a podcast the other day, and I can't remember the podcast name, but. And I'm, I'm sorry that I can't, but I just got so much stuff going on right here. You'll never house, forget but, this one, though. That's right. <laughs> and I, I I did a podcast, and I just said, you know, kids, like, half, I, I'd say 25 to 20% of the people out there now don't understand what golf is really about. Right. You know, what, what the hard times really was to have to make it through the Ben Hogan Tour or the Nike Tour. You know, you're having to go and qualify – you know, they go and qualify now. It's like, oh, yeah, I got a backer. You know, I mean, I got $100,000 to back. Right. To where, like, you know, you live in a small town, like we do in Bruton, Red Level, Jay, Milton. I mean, it don't make a thing what small town you're talking about. But, you know, you ain't going to raise $100,000 for some idiot to go out there and chase a dream. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you ain't. I mean, it don't happen that way. I mean, that, and that's how, like, you know, that's how it really is. And that's what it was about. It's just like I just said it. They just don't, like, there's a bunch of punks out there. And I shouldn't say punks. I shouldn't say that. I should not say that. But there's a lot of, like, a lot of these kids that come out of college, they don't they don't understand what how hard it really is or how hard it really was. They don't appreciate it. Back in the day to make it. Right. Everything's kind of given. Don't really appreciate it as much as, like, like they don't have to go sleep on people's couches and then in the back of their truck or their car, this, that, and the other, like you said. Yes. Yeah. Hey, boo, let me ask you this before, like you started, like people started to like really get to know you, you know, our accent is not like on the golf course. We may not really sound like we belong a lot, a lot of places. So like, I know you had to get, you had to get some hustling going. Like people think this guy, Listen to what. There's no way he can play. Yeah, how many? Know? How many looks slash when you talk to him, they yeah. were thinking, "I'll bet this guy." No, he'd he'd much rather be in a John boat than he had be out here on the golf course. So, how how many? You know, how many folks were you able to to hustle a little bit just off of, <laughs> of looks and sound alone? Well, down here in the south, you ain't gonna hustle too many. No, people. that's true. No, that's you, true. Let me tell you something. If you show, if you showed up at Evergreen Country Club, I would have been able to point you out, and I'd said, "Nah, y'all don't mess with that guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Lyle Bell, like Lyle Bell was one of the best. That's one of the first ones I ever met over at Evergreen Country Club. He's like, "I know you." 
know that accent. Now you're not. No, we're not. We're not playing with you today. We're not playing with you. That's. But now, like on the road, I mean, it's different. I mean, like you get around Panama City, you get like you know, like up in Alabama, like or say Mobile over there. You, know, you go to like the country clubs over there. Right. Yeah, you know, they'll play you. I mean. They'll play you for what you want. I mean, same thing in like Andalusia right now. There's some boys up there, Alex, and I can't even think of them other boys. There's, there's like two or three other boys that lives up that direction. Like, they'll play for what you want. I mean, but, they give you all you want too, huh? Yeah, and they, they will because they know the golf courses. But you know, but we're playing a nine-hole golf course. We're playing like you know where it makes a difference. Where you got to stand out there and you got to hit a four iron. Right. Instead of a dang, you know, you're hitting a log wedge on every hole or a little nine iron or a pitching wedge. Like, I'm, I'm talking about, let's go play a golf course like a Robert Trent Jones. Let's play it from the back, yeah. You know, exactly. I, I don't even play golf right now. I'm still kind of bummed up. But but we go out and play, and you go out and play, and you're, like, sitting out there, and you're like, okay, well, I got 220 into this hole. What do you do? You know, that's not where these guys here, they thinking, oh, I'll just fly a six iron in there. Well, I'm like, I'm thinking I'm getting the feather of the hybrid. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. How's it? So you had a hip replacement. Is that right? Back in, uh, yeah, I just had, I had a hip replacement in December and it was just good. And it's just, I've been, I fell off a ladder a couple of days ago. Oh, that's a setback. <laughs> and, yeah, kind of a little bit of a setback and did some did some things I shouldn't have been doing, but I'm trying to get this. I'm, I'm wanting to get in my house. I've been trying to build a house since, oh, shoot, last April, uh, last May. Yeah. I've been trying to build this house. So we're working on year and couple months or, shoot, five months, four months, whatever now. I'm trying to get this mug like I'm ready to get this I'm ready to get in this house. I'm tired of living in a barn. <laughs> you know, I mean you think, you know, everybody thinks, Oh, you know, this dude he he done made millions. Like you see all the millions on paper. You know, that's that's what they see. They just see what you made. They they don't see what all the taxes and what they you don't spend, see what yeah. all the, you know, I got kids, I got you know, you got stuff you pay for and you live for, and you know, I, I mean, I I got a fish pond. I got to take care of my fish pond. I got my deer. I got to take care of my deer. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we saw you post uh, back in April. You get started swinging again in April. Uh, what's the what's kind of like the golf trajectory right now? Oh, I'm, like I said, once I get this house done, I'm hoping I'll be in this mug October. Yeah, I'm talking about fully like. Like, I can lay my head down and go to sleep without having to worry about, you know, somebody coming in that worrying about having to paint or do this or do that. Yeah. So we're not worried. So I'm looking at October or November. So I'm thinking January. I'm thinking January. I be, should be back to full swing to getting things to where, I mean, it's going to take me. It'll take me about three months of pounding golf balls. And, and I mean, you know what I mean? With pounding golf balls, I mean, like, you know, if somebody goes to the range and y- y'all know y'all both play, you know, when you warm up, you just go out there and hit you a couple balls and, you know, you go play golf. But but a tour player or a player that's serious goes out, and, like, I'll go out and I'll hit probably anywhere between 500 balls in the morning 
then I'll go play golf. I'll go play nine holes and work on some things. Like play two different, three different balls and play the worst ball out of the bunch. Yeah. I've... And then go from there. And so then, so I say, if I mess up, say I'm putting like four footers. Well, I'll stand out there, which, you know, putting's always been my weakness anyway. So I'll stand out there and I'll put for an hour, two hours. And then I'll go back and say, well, you know, I'm going to work on some bunker shots. Well, I'll work on bunker shots for an hour. Then I'll work on hitting. Then I'll go back and hit some balls or I'll go get lunch. But I'll end up probably averaging about, I'd say, close to a 1,000 balls a day. And I'll probably play 27 holes, and then I'll spend about 12, 13 hours on the golf course. Grinding. Sounds awesome to me. <laughs> it's, it's not to me. I, I can tell you. No, it's, even, it's, even, it's, it's a job, but it's, it's a fun job. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? It, it, I've been blessed by the good Lord and the fact of being able to play this game and do what I do. But at the same time, I'd much rather be on this tractor I got parked right here in front of me. Yeah. Spraying some chemicals or raking or bush hogging or fixing a food plot or, you know, putting the shooting house up, doing that. That's not the one you got Don't stuck in. Wrong. That's not the one you got stuck in the mud the other day, was it? Uh, no, that was my, my – actually, my son got that stuff when we was hauling some trays down. <laughs> yeah, because I had to go through a I had to go through a creek bottom, and I, I yeah, he got that bug stuff. That yeah. was him. I saw you. I saw you post or whoever runs your social media. I saw it posted on on uh, Instagram. No, I did that. I just look. I was just messing around because <laughs> I don't I don't put a lot of stuff on social media because I just I'm just I keep to myself. Yeah, because you know you know what I mean. It's just it's like I don't need people to chase me down or follow me or whatever i just i just enjoy life i enjoy what what i got and it's just fun to be able to put a little bit out there now because i was making fun of that guy that always put that i don't know he made i was making fun of another guy some yankee guy you can tell by the accent because he goes well boys i got this one stuck a little too far So you know, that's all I was doing. I was just making fun. I got you. I got you. Well, we were talking about that with social media. I told Kyle, I said, you got to appreciate the fact that he's a professional golfer and all the all the golfers we follow with our, our dad bod golf pod Instagram, they're always posting golf stuff. And about 90% of yours has either got a fish or a deer in it. I love it. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, look, I caught a bunch of rattlesnakes this year and took a while. I shouldn't say a bunch. I've caught two so far this year. That's that's terrifying. Wow. <laughs> I don't want anything. Yeah, you, you know, I, you're not far from, you know, Op still got the rattlesnake rodeo. You know, you can hold on oh, to the yeah, set up there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I take them over to a buddy of mine that works on my buggy. And uh, he, he fixes my uh, side-by-sides. And I, I bring them over there to him. when I get. I just make sure I take, like, I'll just skin it out. And I'll take the meat because I love the meat. I eat, we eat the meat. Uh, I'll just skin the, I skin the snake out, and then I'll just give them, and i pop the rattles off of it. I save the rattles, and I, I, I put the rattles in a big matchbox. Yeah. That's so, awesome. I, that's something I've never tried. Never tried rattlesnake. 
Oh, it's I'm not against it. Not against it's it. It's delicious. Never <laughs> don't don't tell him it tastes like chicken boo because it doesn't really. It's got more of a gamey. No, taste. it don't. Everybody always says, it tastes don't. like chicken. I was like, nah, it's got a gamey taste. It doesn't taste like chicken to me. Well, it all depends on how you cook it. Right, right. <laughs> like I, I do. I like I, I leave the rib cage on mine, so I stuff mine kind of like you, you call it stuffing, but I stuff mine with peppers and all that, and I put it on the grill and slow cook it. Nice. That's absolutely that sounds awesome. intriguing. That sounds intriguing. I might have to give it a shot. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that. You know, we talked about the grind to get to the PGA Tour, and then you get there, and you, you kind of, like I said, you become sort of this larger-than-life character. Everybody loves everybody loves you. Everybody wants to talk to you. And you 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 win three times on the PGA Tour, and you just you just dominate people at Harbortown. What is it about a dude? Yeah, what what, the what is it about Jay, uh, a dude from Jay, Florida, just stroking people in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina? What is what is it about that course? Well, the first thing is it's kind of like Tanglewood. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like Atmore. I mean it's kind of like Evergreen. I mean we grew up on golf courses that are tight, and you got to keep it below the tree line, and you just kind of like. You just got to know how to maneuver the golf ball. Like, you know, if it's playing firm, you try to land it short. And you, it's just like, I mean, it's, it's crazy how, like, that golf course is suits. It suits it suits the way I play. All, there's there's 16 holes that suit everything that I do. Which ones don't? 17 and 18 yeah. are, like, they're like playing a links course. Like, you're playing, like, the Moors. Yeah, yeah. Down yeah. here in Milton. Yep. Yeah, so. You know, it's kind of a wide open, it's more wide open where the wind plays effect in what you do. Gotcha. You know, I mean, it, it's, but the, the other, the 16 holes other than that, I mean, it's just, it's, it's all tree line. I mean, you can hit a little, little like, when it's firm and fast, you ain't got to hit, you ain't got to hit a full driver. You can bun a driver around there because it's going to hit and roll forever. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's that's I mean that that's how I grew up playing. Everything that we ever did was just a bumping, like just a bump and roll, bump and roll. Yeah, so yeah, that's the way it was. I, I mean that just that whole golf course that suits me. Is that is that? I guess that's where we you know pretty much where we're from. I mean I I started playing. That's what I was telling Kyle. I started playing at LBW Community College. They got a little nine hole course. That's where I started. Yes, and then we went to I the, played there a bunch. Exactly. And then we went to the, uh, and then the country club and the country club was definitely, uh, it had to, you had to be a bump and run golfer. Like I loved when my buddies from out of town would go home with me when I was in college and they loved to hit it high and hit it long. And I'd tell, I mean, we'd get on one and I'd say, do not hit the green. And they just laugh at me. And I say, I don't care if you land it on the front, it's not going to stay. Don't hit the green. It's not going to stay. It's going to roll off that bag back there. And they do it every single time. And then of course I'd club down, punch it up there and get a good roll and I, my ball sitting center of the green and they're like what are you doing i'm like you got to do that every hole man that's that's how you play this course so who would have who would have thought that that that's you know it's oh yeah well i, I mean you thought. know out there on tour is different i mean you know and which it varies to every golf course you go to except for like augusta where they can like they can suck the water out of the green they right. can suck the water out of the fairways but a lot of the golf courses that you play, I mean, you know, as long as they don't wet in front of the green or they don't wet the fairways on purpose, mm-hmm. you can play it. I mean, you you can play golf and have fun and enjoy it. Right. You know, but when they start 
when they start tempering with Mother Nature, it's kind of like, all right, now, now you know, now you're taking away the fun. So the integrity, to me, you're taking away the integrity because I mean, I've done played three practice rounds, and it's firm and fast. Now all of a sudden, you add water to it. Just because that's the reason why, like, I love the Masters, don't get me wrong, but I can get flying, two flying donkeys if I ever go back there and play again. <laughs> really? Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, like, it's the most beautiful place you ever want to play golf. Mm-hmm. It is by far. It's like it's, it's the heaven of a golf course. Right. But I could give two flying donkeys if I ever go back because they can they, they trick that golf course up to what they want it to be. They can they can soften the greens. They can harden the greens. They can soften the fairways. They can harden the fairways. So they just play it like it takes like it just cha- it can just change from day to day. And you like you get used oh, to. Oh yeah, it. they can turn them sub airs on, which sucks. And what if people don't understand, like they can like they got they got vacuums underground that sucks the water out of the soil. Wow, that's amazing. And they can make that place as firm and fast as they want. But like I, f- I feel like you got to be careful right now. There could be like dudes, yeah, yeah we won't dropping they're in gonna, from helicopters. They're going to find us just for you talking to us. And we don't even know. We ne- we never even played at Augusta, you know. And it's funny you talk about the, the firm and fast and how you get away with it. Uh, you know, you you finished tied thirteenth at the Open Championship in '09. Did you find yourself being able to play fairly well at those link style courses overseas? I know I, you were famously quoted as not being a big fan of the food and them not having sweet tea over there. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was different, but I can tell you right now, like the, over there, that it's it, it's golf. Like I'm, I'm going. You, you got to play golf, right? But I like to hit it low, and you, you know. And my whole thing is, like I said, I, I grew up bumping, running it with a seven iron, eight iron, nine iron. You know, you ain't got to hit like you use every club in your bag, right? That's why you got fourteen clubs. You ain't got every shot ain't got to be a flop shot, but in the state. Everybody wants to build the greens up and make them high and make them, you know, however they want to make them. They ain't got to make these golf courses long and, like, build up. All they got to do is just build a golf course. You can take 200 acres or 100 acres and build you a, a, I'm talking about a badass golf course. Yeah. I'm talking about just make it where it's just firm, fast, and put sand on it. Make it all sand. Make it just, I'm talking about make it where you got to roll that mother up there. Yeah, like Pinehurst kind of, sort of. But, oh, yeah, Pinehurst. Pinehurst is a good one. Yeah. Now, Pinehurst, number that, was it number nine of a good player, number eight? Two. Whichever, one that, whichever number that is, they got like 25,000 of them over there. I think it's number two is the one that they do the, uh, play the U.S. Open yeah. and stuff on. Yeah. Oh, uh, that, that, that's a, that, like, that golf course is awesome. Yeah. It's a like, it's a I'm fun course. About, you can get with it. I got a chance to play it um, last year, and uh, we took a group of guys up there. And thank God they gave us caddies because I can tell you they were seeing stuff on the green that I, I now granted. I mean I'm not any kind of great golfer. I mean I'm a you know single to almost double digit handicap. But that, I mean it. I he come over. He said, "What do you think?" And I'd tell him. He go, "Mm-mm." I, I mean, I'd be it'd be complete opposite. I'd be five be five feet away from where I need to put the ball. Oh yeah, well, it, like I said, it just all depends on where you at on the green. Yes, I mean, right. It ain't like around here. Our little push up green. I mean, they just, they they just high as a brick. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what they are. They just high as a brick, man. I mean, they ain't like 
No. They slope from front to back or they slope from back to front. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, so, and no slope all over the place, I can tell you. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, they they got slope everywhere. All right, so not counting uh, Town and Augusta, what is your favorite course you played on tour? And then what's your least favorite course you played on tour? Uh, I had to say the, the the most I have fun, like, actually playing golf would be Carnoustie. Oh, wow. I mean, it was it was a hard golf course. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's probably the most fun that that I can actually say that I went around and like like had fun playing. I only got to play it once. I mean, I played it for actually eight days, but mm-hmm. or nine, yeah, eight days, something like that, eight or nine days, because I went over early. But I mean, it was. I'm telling you, that place is that place is awesome. Got to put that on the bucket list. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to put a check mark by that. That's that's the first for us that we've heard. And uh, what about least favorite? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I already said it. Well, you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say Augustine. You, yeah, you can't say it. So you, I, I can't say it. I just, <laughs> you said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> like, well, dude, I'm telling you, man. I played like I have. I, like I'm talking about. I've been in there feeling like, man. I'm playing like a damn champ. Like I feel good about what I'm doing, and I leave out of there feeling like, man, I can't, I can't even hold a candle to my own butt. <laughs> it just breaks you down. Just breaks you. You know, down. along along the lines, oh, yeah. along the lines of that about uh, favorite and, and least favorite golf course. Kyle and I were talking about. It. I mean, you're you're kind of back in the day growing up. I'd, I'd watch Trevino, and then you're also kind of a chatty guy. How does that make for when you're? Because some of the other pros we've talked to. Now, the guys take it, like, super seriously. Do, do you enjoy being with somebody that's going to be kind of chatty with you when you're on a round and in a tournament? Or if if so, how do you adjust if you got a guy that's just all business, doesn't want to say a word to you? I, I mean, you know, the chatty ones are awesome. I love, like, you know, you, you get hooked up with a bunch of guys, you get chatty, you know, cut up. Like, I deal mostly, like, you know, you go to talking, you know, the player's not chatty, well, you're a chat for the stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and then you start chatting with the caddy, and you know, and then the one thing leads to another, and the next thing you know, you, you got both of them chatting. But if you get a player, you know, like you say, like like Billy Herschel used to be, and I, and I like Billy, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but Billy Herschel was one that just, he was like, when he first came out, he was real quiet. He didn't want to say a whole lot. You know, you get paired with him and kind of like, God dang, dude, like, really? <laughs> you know, and you're like, God dang, you can't deal with people. You know, and it's hard to, for me as a player, because I mean, I, I, hell, I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for you just as much as I'm pulling for myself. Right. I mean, we are who we are. I mean, that's the way, that's the way golf is. I mean, I don't wish nothing bad on nobody, but at the same time, I mean, I want us to both make the cut and know, hey, guess what? If you win or you finish in the top ten, great, you know? Right. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you have I any? I want us all to have fun. Were you able to crack any of them? Because I was telling Kyle before we came on, I said, you know, like Trevino, Jack was known for not being a talker. So was, you know, Gary, not, no, I mean, they were, they were a lot of, they were business and, and, but Trevino could crack them. Did you have any that you got paired with that were all serious, but, 
you know, by the third or fourth hole, you finally had kind of broken through to them and maybe they loosened up a little bit? No, I don't look. I don't look after about the about the fifth, about the fourth or fifth hole. If they want, they ain't wanting to talk. Really on that. Like I'm, I'm looking. I'm fitting to go back. I'm just me and my cat is gonna bull. Me and him gonna shoot the bull now. Yeah. We ain't, I ain't got it. Look, my whole thing is I ain't out there to babysit. Right. There you go. That's true. That's you true. You know what I mean? Like, look, we're gonna play golf now. Look, if you're gonna be like that, that's fine. That's your business. <laughs> You know you what I mean? Like, look, you, you may stop. Gonna, you you kind of stop pulling for them. You kind of start pulling. You stop pulling for them after that, don't you? <laughs> well, no, I, I still pull for them because I mean, it is what it is. I mean, like my whole my whole demeanor is I don't want nothing. I don't like. I, I promise you, I don't wish nothing bad on nobody. Never will. That ain't my whole demeanor, right? Because I, I'm telling you, there's no way. A redneck from Milton, Florida, East Milton, Florida, where I'm originally from, has come and done everything that I've done and be happy the way I'm happy. Right. East Milton. I mean, Bubba Bubba can be who he is. He wants to put Instagram and he wants to do this and put all his, you know, thank you and all that. I love Bubba. Don't get me wrong, but. I'm telling you right now, like, I ain't got to tell nobody where I come from or what I've done or how I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want all that. Because all I want to do is go out and play golf. When I go back out and play golf, make my money, come back home, be happy. Don't want to argue with nobody. Don't want, I don't want people up in my shit. <laughs> I don't want all that. I just want to be, just, just be me, and I want to be able to go fish, hunt. Kill hogs, kill deer, kill whatever I want to kill. There you go. There you go. So we got uh, – that's awesome. We have uh, Ryder Cup is sort of on the cusp. It's out there. Uh, it's people are starting to get fired up. Uh, you probably have one of the most legendary moments in Ryder Cup history. I think Paul Azinger – was it Paul Azinger? It was – no, it was um, – yeah, Paul Azinger said that you'd be the greatest character to ever play on the American Ryder Cup team, and I think you lived up to it. So, but you were successful doing it. Yeah, you stroked everybody. You stroked everybody you played against. Uh, how was that? That whole experience was that just like the greatest thing ever? Like, how was that experience? The Ryder Cup is by far the greatest thing I've ever played in. I mean, me and he got to play in the World Cup together, and. We should have won that damn tournament. Excuse my language, but we should have won that damn tournament. Yeah. We should have won it hands down, but it was uh, being able to represent your country, right. represent where you're from, the people that's around you, your family, your friends, the whole nine yards is, is the greatest thing you'll ever, 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 ever do. As a golfer, that's all. And then you just walk, and you you walk. Sorry. You just absolutely walked it on Oliver Wilson at the end in the in the singles match, oh, four yeah. and two. And then you did the you rode the driver off the first tee box. Like that's just what like probably that'll probably be one of the more iconic Ryder Cup moments for America like ever. So that's that's so that's cool. Was was that like a uh, well, did you plan that beforehand, or like how did that go about? How did you come up with that, or was it just like a spur of the moment thing? No, we we planned. I, well, I, I I told there are two cops 
When we was at the Ryder Cup, there were two cops that were sitting in our like little cafeteria area, our little room that we had where we had like they had little snacks and all. And I walked in one afternoon, and I walked in, and they were sitting there, and I said, "What y'all doing?" They said, "Ah, oh, we just checking, make sure ain't nobody messing y'all." Well, I ain't in my best cup. I said, "I know kung fu." <laughs> you know, just just joking around with them, and then one thing led to another, and all of a sudden I looked up and they were watching the Happy Gilmore, and I started laughing. I said, "God dang, this is crazy as I'll get out." <laughs> and all of a sudden, Happy Gilmore started doing his ride, and I said, "I'm gonna do that off the first seat." And they started laughing. Like, yeah, whatever, whatever, boo. And I was like, "No, for real, I'm gonna do that." They said, "No, you ain't." And it was a lady and a guy, and I, I don't remember their names, but they were super nice to us and. Took care of stuff there, and I, I was like, "I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm telling you, I'm gonna do that." Well, one thing led to another. Well, when I was taking my practice wings, but we teed off with Oliver, yeah, and all of a sudden it like clicked. I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot all about that." I promised them I was gonna do it. Yeah. Well, I happened like when I was taking the practice wing. Well, the lady cop that was, she was standing on the side of the tea box. <laughs> and I smiled and I said, oh my gosh. Now you got to do I it. I said, yep, that's it. And I knew all I had to do was get it over to the edge of this tree. All I had to do was get it, because like your dog leg a little left. Yeah. And all I had to do was get over the edge of that tree. If I get over the edge of that tree, I was good to go. And that guy thing I did to have to give more hit it. As soon as I hit it, I knew it was up and over that tree, and I started doing Happy Gilmore. And that place erupted, I'm telling you. <laughs> that whole place is lit up, and they were hollering USA. And, I mean, oh, my. I mean, I bet, dude, I it still it gives, right now it gives me goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Listen I got, to I'm it. jacked. Because I, right I didn't know the story behind I mean, I remember you do it. I remember watching. I mean, I've been... I've been watching golf. Everybody that says oh, I can't watch golf. I'm like, well, I kind of. That's what kind of got me into it. I was stuck. My dad loved watching it. I got stuck watching it. So, um, and that's what grew me in. And so, anytime Ryder Cup was on, Presidents Cup was on. Now with the Olympics, like I'm. Some people have said it's boring, and it and it kind of is, but still, it beats. Oh, it puts me to sleep. I don't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I look, look, I love the game, but it puts me to sleep. <laughs> Most pro golfers say that. It's funny that, like, even Ricky, when he didn't, you know, when he didn't make it to, when he didn't make the cut in a couple of tournaments where he said, you know, went over to watch it or something, but we ended up playing pool. We weren't watching the the, the tournament before it was all yeah. said and done with. So, um, speaking of Ryder Cup, though, any sort of secrets that you can tell us out of the team room that maybe got untold? I mean... <laughs> Do y'all have any? Do y'all have any kind of practical jokes or anything? Anything that kind of stands? Because some of some of that stuff from some of the old Ryder Cup members is starting to leak out about how they, you know, play practical jokes and how they. Uh, Webb Simpson was telling uh, when he was in the team, and I can't remember if it was a Ryder Cup or Presidents Cup, where he had a he had a shank and Tiger called him over and made fun of him and asked him how bad the win was on eight because he ended up shanking it and. Uh, <laughs> And that was he was something he he was talking about how that was something that was kind of never told, but uh, Tiger was kind of joshing with him a little bit after it was all said and done with, even though um, the Americans had lost at that point. So I don't know if anything, any sort of embarrassment or anything that came about from you, especially if they made fun of you for doing the Happy Gilmore, or anything came about like that. No, I mean none, none of that came about. 
I mean, there's a bunch. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of stories, but I mean, it's just <laughs> we could do a whole. We could probably do a whole another show yeah, on that kind of stuff. No, you can do a whole show because I mean, like like you know, the Euros lost. They ain't lost. They ain't lost in I don't know how long. When we won in '08, and all of a sudden Westwood, you know, he's signing. He's putting his name on everybody. He's done got a little sideways, <laughs> and. uh you know, he's writing all over stuff and, you know, writing negative things. And, and I like Lee, you know, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, not trying to throw him under the bus, but, but he, uh, he did some things that, you know, it offset that shouldn't have been done. And, and, you know, one thing led to another and we kind of got a little brawl and, uh-oh. Just a little, like a little fender bender, I should say. <laughs> we kind of, we went on our way, and then, oh, uh, Jim Pure, I mean, as Jim, I mean, people don't think Jim is, you know, he's a, he's the exciting mother people. Yeah. You know, I mean, he is, I mean, he's he's very excited. Like, I'm talking about, he gets fired up, he'll get fired up. We, Jim and Fier- I, like, we're I like about- that, you know, because, I mean, you know, if you ever want somebody on your side, you want somebody to be excited with the same excited. You, you know, you, you know, you're at a level of excitement. I'm ready to get the excitement too. Like I'm ready to fight, or I'm ready. You know, we're ready to do something. And Jim Furyk, boo! I got to be honest with you. If I'm about to step, oh, into, yeah. if I'm about to get in a brawl, and I look back, and my backup is Jim Furyk, I'm not very. I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> no, look, I'm gonna tell you right now, Furyk. Look, I can tell you. That dang Furyk had some guy like and I don't know if it's because he knew all the Euros. I don't know, like I don't know the whole like the whole scenario on the backside of all of it. But I know that that he said, "Come on, let's go." And we walked down there to their floor because we was up on like the seventeenth or sixteenth floor or whatever floor we was on, and we went to their floor and he pulled the plug on the jukebox. Oh boy! And he jumped. He jumped up on the table, and he says, "Have you ever heard of Triple X?" Uh oh! He literally did the. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. wrestler. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you right now, he did the Triple X move, and next thing I know, it was on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. That is amazing. And look, and I'm telling you, like, look, and I didn't have like. My whole thing is, like, I love Kenny Perry. I love, you know, I mean, I love everybody anyway just because my whole demeanor is I don't like, if until you push me off, then we all good. You know what I'm saying? Right, but you right. got to make me, you got to make me mad. Right. You can't make me mad in golf. You can't make me mad. Like, you, you really got to do something to make me mad because that's just my whole demeanor. But I'm telling you right now, that son gonna have me fired up, ready to goddamn rock and roll, and we got that. I'm telling you, it was fun. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm it looking at this. Fun. I'm looking at the lineup, and I, it's just funny. Like I just like Justin Leonard. Like I don't see Justin Leonard, Ben Curtis. Like I just don't see these guys. Steve Stricker wanting to just like throw hands, and y'all are just out there just raising hell, ready to go. Oh That's- no, look. <laughs> Look, we go back now. We go back to our room when all this went down, and I had Lee Lewis, or Lee bent over the table, and I had a hold of him by the throat, and I was sitting there, or not by the throat, but I had him by the shirt, and I was like, "Come on now, you can't do this. You don't need to write nothing negative. All you can see is 
Justin over there jumping up and down like a little chihuahua. <laughs> and I love Justin. Don't get me wrong. Justin, Justin, Justin is a fun. Justin's a fun dude too. But I mean, it's just like he was just jumping up and down like, what's what's going on over there? What's going on over there? <laughs> I can't breathe. I love it. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, it was like. It was an ordeal there for about 45 minutes, and then everything kind of petered out. And, and it, we sat around there, and that just kept burling at me. And then all of a sudden, I, I found somebody that had my back. And I was like, look, I got to go down and at least situate the problem. Yes, yes. I just want I just want the problem out of, like, you know, just, like, knocked out, in which we went down there. And then, like I said, Fury did what he did. And I'm, I'm being serious, man. It was it was fun because AK like AK was right in the middle of it with. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Anthony Kim. Yep, yep. Yeah. And now you know, and it was just a matter of time for a bombshell went off, and I knew when AK showed up, it was just that he 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 is the bomb. Yeah. Or <laughs> I mean, he look, dude, that Joker. I wish he was still playing because. Me and you I know both. Tiger's by far the greatest player that's ever played a game yeah. in my era that I got to play with or be around the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. But that AK Anthony Kim, he could have been, he could have been all that too. Yeah, he uh, he then he he stroked Sergio, didn't he? In the in in the singles, is that who? I think he did. I think he yeah, stroked he Sergio. Stroked, he uh, he stroked Sergio during that time. Yes. Sir. And yeah. that was and that was during Sergio's heyday. Like he was the he was one of the Ryder Cup kings at that point. Were you this was this the so was the brawl was that right before singles or when was that like during Ryder, Ryder the Ryder Cup? What remember? are you talking about? I'm so sorry. When y'all had the little brawl at the Ryder Cup, was that? Oh, before? that was that that was over. That was when everything was said and done. That's after we done won. Oh, you know, okay. And that, that, like, that was like oh, Faldo uh, come. Faldo said that was the most disrespectful thing he's ever seen. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Somebody do it. What I did. I got. I, mean, my, I got my thoughts on him anyway. So, I... yeah, I think he's a pain. My damn self. <laughs> gonna, like if we're gonna talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean he is what he is. I mean he's done a lot for golf, but he's a pain. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I don't. We may we may have to cut it off before we make everybody mad. Yeah, we we, we better we better. Uh, we better I understand. This. I apologize. No, no, no this absolutely is great. Not. This, no, this is, is awesome. this is exactly what we want, man. This is listen. You, that's the reason we call it Dad Bod Golf Pod. This is the, the guys that are listening to us and the girls that are listening to us because we got a few girls that keep reaching out to us too. Like that's the reason they love it because all these other people they. They're 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 wanting to be all tech. That's that is not stuck us. up. We're just yeah, there's this no, is like the Saturday two man scramble as, group. As, as we the covered, way we talk about golf. as we covered at the beginning from Bruton, Alabama, and Red Level. There is no kind of high society sitting in no. this room at one point. I Absolutely promise not. you, no. Absolutely, well, not. there ain't no high society sitting right here neither. <laughs> I can promise you, I live in a barn. That, I don't know, it's eleven hundred square foot. And building your own house, building right your now. house, waiting on you, trying to build my house. Yeah, I mean, and stop look, your pond. I done, look, I done left my eggs. I mean, that crazy thing. That's <laughs> gonna, I mean, look, that's something crazy. They think money grows on trees and bushes. And yeah, God dang, every time you turn over, there's a, a goddamn hundred dollar bill laying on your butt. <laughs> I mean, they ain't, look, that shit don't happen, man. <laughs> that's right. You, you look, you stop, you stop losing that money, you'll find out what real people are. Oh yeah, yeah I can no imagine. Doubt. I bet. I bet. 
Uh, so last thing I want to ask you, so you're, uh, you're 48. Is there going to, could there possibly be like a champions tour run? Like in the few, like these are. The, oh yeah. Oh no, look, that's, that's my whole goal right now. Uh, well, I'm hoping to get this house done in September. Right. That, well, the end of September, October. Right. I'm hoping all I got moved in completely and I can start back playing fully. Right. Like just be concentrated on nothing but golf. Just, just and get it all situated and then start playing. So it'd be around January, February, probably about February. I'll come back out. I'm gonna play a bunch of the mini tours. Right. Around here, if Gino still has all that Emerald Coast tour, I'm hoping to have him up and running. Yeah. Or he's up and running. I can play with him. Just kind of get my feet back wet and where I can, like, actually concentrate on golf. There you go. There you go. We'd love to see you in, like, Birmingham or somewhere like the regions or something like that whenever – when if, when when the, you do get to that, that Champions Tour point. That would be, be exciting. That would be – That'll bring a lot more excitement to, uh, you know, even more excitement to that tour because, like, all the guys that you grew up with are going to start being on that tour. And, you know, you got just all the people that we all grew up watching and now you know, right. out there playing the against. The people we grew up watching. Like, you take Daly, you take people like that, man. Fred Couples. I mean, I hope Daly's still out there. Scott Perrell. Yeah. That Scott Perrell is probably the greatest, one of the greatest stories ever. Yeah, because I played the mini tours with him. He's never made. He's never made it nowhere, man. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about never done nothing. I'm talking about busting his butt on the mini tours, right? And then all of a sudden he turned fifth, and, and he wins. I don't know. I think he's won like seven times out there, or five, yes. six, five times, or however many times he's won. Right. I'd be lying if I said a, said a word, but or a number, but. I think it's five or seven times, but well, we'll, I mean, you know, you look at a guy like that right there. You look back at Sonny Skinner's another one. I mean, these are all the guys that I grew up playing the mini tour with. Benny Bates. I mean, uh, Jerry Kelly's another one that like he's done really, really well on the Champions Tour. You know that that. Oh yeah, but I mean, he played on the big tour though. I mean, I'm talking about guys that's never, it's never even made it out there. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. I'm talking about it's never even, never even had anything in the spotlight. Never even like they might have Monday qualified, right? And all of a sudden, you know, they finished 40th. Which you know, the, the PGA Tour, their the, the podcast or their not podcast, but their their TV thing ain't gonna show nothing but Tiger and Justin and you know, all they gonna do is just show the big name, right, right, right. You know that what sells what sells the whole product exactly to them. They don't care nothing about the damn under people. You know, they, they like, hell, if you're up there in the league, they're like, whoo, where'd this guy come from? Never heard of him. <laughs> right. I mean, come on now. I mean, look, dude, we got our PGA Tour for a reason. Yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You got there for a reason because you, you played your way there. Yep. You, got, you got sponsors lined up for your senior tour already? You may have to be. No, man. not yet. No, I don't look, dude. I I don't worry about the sponsors. <laughs> that, I don't see, worry about it, that. It stuck out my mind because it stuck out my mind because, as we said, you know, being from South Alabama, that was one. What what Mossy Oak one of yours? Whenever you right, you know, before you got injured, before you got off tour, or was it real? Yeah, well, Mossy Oak was one of them, and 
they had a falling out with me, and then I went to Real Tree. Yes, in Real Tree. And uh, Real Tree, Real Tree's been good to me. I mean, um, they've been they've been more you know friendly on the on the on the on the flip side. Right. You know, I mean, granted, I ain't, I can't. It ain't like I can do a whole lot for them. Right. You know, I mean, you're looking at golf, and you're looking at you know golf. I mean, right. you know, you're hunting, fishing, and all that. You're looking at different things right well man we uh we really appreciate this boo for you taking time and uh talking to us uh we're gonna be pulling for you we're gonna be uh, following you hopefully uh stay in touch and uh man uh just take care and uh hopefully don't be a stranger and we'll talk again soon yes sir look at y'all call me anytime we look we'll do fall awesome. i finally got rain look i've been out here rain dancing Trying to get rain up here on the property. That's I'm awesome. ready to shoot some doves. You know, the first season comes in dove season, and we get to start. You know, we shoot a bunch of hawks and catch alligators, and do all that stuff. Yeah. So, well, we're yeah, we want to come down there and play with you. So we're gonna come to Tanglewood and 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 get a little get a little match going. <laughs> shoot, I'll come up there to Bruton now. It's only like twenty. It's closer to Bruton than well, Tanglewood. Well, we're in Auburn, we're in Auburn, Alabama now. But uh, you, you're welcome to come up here too. So we'll we'll drive that. We'll, well, we'll I got to come, come up there anyway. I got to play with Willie Mac. Uh, <laughs> Willie, uh, yeah, he does the Cadillacs up there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. Um, uh, he used to he used to be the wide receiver. Willie uh, O'Shea is his name. How okay. about that? Okay, yeah. Come on, yeah, I know. Like, like I'm he's from Fort Walton, uh-huh. so I'm friends with him, and we go up there and hang out with Willie. Or I haven't got to go up there and hang out with him, but I know I know him well. Okay, well, when you come up here, holler at us. Holler at us. We'll come out. We'll, we'll come out there and and have a beer we'll, and, and, and and spray a few around and, and spray a few around in the woods for a bit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, all right. Full. Appreciate it, man. Thank, Thank y'all, guys. All right, man. Yes, sir. Take all care. Right. Bye, bye. Peace out. Bye-bye. Well, that was Boo Weekly. Wow. That went <laughs> above and beyond my expectations going into that interview. That was amazing. <laughs> Who knew that the enforcer for the American Ryder Cup team was Jim Furyk? Let me t- I always liked Furyk. I like him way more that now. That level just went way up. Like He looks like a librarian. And he's the one leading the charge to go take down the European team. And how excited am I now? Because Anthony Kim apparently is working on his game and wants to come back out. Yeah. I'm bring wanting it. him back now. I was, a, I was a fan of his before. Yeah, bring it. He's got to come back. Now, I'm going to be like a fan boy if he comes back. It, if Boo gets on, if Boo, when he gets on the uh, Champions Tour, I might be a roadie. I might be a oh, there's no Boo doubt. Weekly when they, roadie fan. Well, you know, they, they come to Birmingham every year. Yes. We're going to be there. When he gets 100%. on the champion, we're going to be like, I'm talking renting hotel rooms, staying the weekend, getting in touch with him, hanging out with he and his caddy at night. He may not know that yet, but that's coming his that's way. That's coming. <laughs> hey, I'm a... You know, I'm a pro tour caddy. I know. He may, I may need you to, may can make some calls. You believe, may get us in. We may get inside the ropes. I can't believe I didn't throw that out there. I should have let him know, hey, I, I have a top 15 finish. I think he's more impressed with you being from Bruton than he is. That, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I think the whole you being a caddy thing wouldn't have done anything for you in, nah, that, in that conversation. Nah, I dropped Bruton and he yep. was in. He was, he was good with us being South Alabama boys. He was totally <laughs> all about it. So, uh, man, I, I hope this is the beginning of something, uh, a friendship that we can keep going. And uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed that as much as we do. I was literally like, I was sitting over, I had to like cover my mouth and cover the mic. I was laughing so hard. Yes. It was just 
what a great interview. Um, what a great guy. Thanks, Boo, for taking time out and doing this for us. Um, you guys can help us out, too. You need to check out our sponsors. Mm-hmm. You need to go on swannies.co, dadbodgolfpod-25, coupon code, take 25% off your next order. Uh, they they contacted us the other day. They're like, man, that feedback's been awesome. We appreciate all the help. Thank y'all. Thank the listeners for for uh, you know, hook you know going and filling yeah, up your going, cart. Going fill, shopping, you know, man. they restocked their website. And you heard uh, Nate say it on the last episode where even and I didn't realize this either. They probably don't want you telling this, that, but yeah, you could definitely. Yeah, you get twenty five percent off if you use the code, even if it's already on sale. Yes, hit Nate it was up. able to score a hat for like less than ten bucks because yes. it was already marked down, and then they took the extra twenty five percent off of that. So load up, man! Help them out. They help us out. Uh, also, look at uh, sweetrollsgolf.com, yes. Sweet Rolls with a Z Golf yes. uh, Coupon code DadBod twenty. And get 20% off. Get 20% off. You know, I have putting mows, but at least my putter grip looks pretty. You're working on it. I'm working on it. Like, when I say he's working on it, y'all, he's grinding. rolling putts every day. He's grinding. He's trying out different putters. Going left-hand low. I think going we're going to go left-hand low. That's his new thing. He my putted like 200 balls earlier today, and he was all left-hand yep. low. So uh, we're going to see how that works out. Got my you sweet rolls grip, a, though. You got a match set up here sometime soon, don't you, this oh, yeah. weekend? Or tomorrow, or the Saturday, or Sunday, or something. I think it's sun, Sunday. So we got our we got our we got yeah. our match Sunday. So, so you got you got to get that get left ready. hand low rolling by then. Got to get ready. Got to get ready. And you got your sweet rolls putter grip to go yes. with it. So twenty yes. percent off Dad Bod twenty if you go to Sweet Rolls. That's with a Z. Sweetrollsgolf.com. And uh, don't forget uh, Dad Bod Golf Pod. We're on Twitter. We're on Insta. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. YouTube is great. Yes. Uh, so if you guys get to go to to YouTube and subscribe, and then if you go ahead and you hit the heart, it'll give you updates of when we upload uh, new episodes on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, dadbodgolfpod at gmail.com. You remember the number? I don't, but I almost have it up. I got it, man. Hit it. I cheated. Hit it. 334-521-8307. That's 334-521-8307. Leave us a message. Uh, we even have the ability, if, it's, uh, if you keep it, clean enough we can even play that message uh, <laughs> yeah. during the during the pod so uh, dadbodgolfpod at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email and ask us any questions as well or feedback so make sure uh, you support swannies you support sweet rolls and thank you for supporting us here at dadbod golf pod where we're always stroking you've been listening to the dadbod golf pod always stroking Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.